Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsayed Lee. The goal of the Jesus Witch Podcast is not to be evangelical or theological, but to simply discuss the ways to incorporate Jesus into your witchery practice that shines a light on his truth, his love, and his message of oneness. I drop new episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast every single Monday, so don't forget to subscribe to the show and also rate and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsaya Lee, and you may notice something a little bit different about this episode versus episodes past of our podcast. And that thing is, drum roll, please. We officially have a real microphone. So now, instead of using a $5 pair of headphones from Five Below, I am officially recording on a blue snowball mic because you donated and made that happen. And I, like, there's just no words. There is just no singular word that I have for what I'm feeling right now. I am so grateful that you invested into this project, that you cared about it so much to, like, want it to have a better sound quality. There's, I have no, I have no words. I have no words. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to whoever donated to get this microphone and to make this podcast be a lot better than it was before. Not that it wasn't good because the podcast was super fire before, but it did kind of sound like it was being put through a microphone. Not a microphone. What's it called? A microwave. <laughs> it thought it sounded like it was being put through a microwave because we didn't have a microphone, and now that we have a microphone, it's going to sound like a legit podcast. So I hope you enjoy the better sound quality from here on out because of the blue snowball, thanks to your generous donations. Now that we have our exciting news out of the way, let's jump into this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. And this week, we are going to be discussing Pisces season. The sun moved into Pisces on February 18th, and before we jump into all like the little specifics of Pisces season and all the astrological events that are going to be happening, let's talk about the Pisces sign in general. Pisces is the 12th sign of the zodiac. It is ruled by the planet Neptune, but traditionally was ruled by the planet of Jupiter. The glyph for Pisces represents two fishes, which is kind of like similar to the Jesus fish symbol, which is why a lot of people associate Jesus with the sign of Pisces and the age of Pisces was noted by Jesus's birth. Let's talk about the age of Pisces for like literally a minute. So during the age of Pisces was when the influx of Christianity happened. That's when the religion was established. That's when Christ was supposedly born. Um, and one of the interesting things, right, Pisces is representative of the fish. There's the two fish, which also looks like the Jesus symbol, as I said before, the Christian symbol. But what's also really interesting is that Jesus himself called his disciples fishers of men and would make a lot of references to fish. He also did the miracle of where he would take like a couple of pieces of fish and a couple of loaves of bread and feed like multitudes of people this happened twice it wasn't just one instance in the bible where jesus fed people with fish um it was multiple times and i believe this happens in the book of acts before the ascension of christ when he actually goes up to heaven um he helped his disciples get fish like they were fishing and the river was completely empty wherever they were fishing was like completely empty and um they couldn't catch anything so from shore they just hear this guy being like hey cast the net to the other side and they're like well we already did that what's the point and they look over and they saw that it was jesus so they listened and then they got a 
bunch of fish. Like they had a literal boatload of fish. So Jesus was very heavily associated with little fishies. So a few other little fun facts about Pisces. It is a water sign. It is a mutable sign. It is also the last sign during winter, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. Its polarity is Virgo, so that's the one that's directly across from it. And a couple of things that Pisces rules over is like spiritual rebirth, reincarnation, eternity. It's the end of the circle, the end of the cycle. Um, it's also like a really romantic sign and um, impressionable and imaginative. It's also mystical. It's one of those signs that people are really, really drawn to because Pisces just has this allure to them. Pisces is considered to be one of the psychic signs so if you have very prominent Pisces placements chances are you can connect with the other side in some sort of way so now let's talk about Pisces season during 2022 and the important transits that are going to be happening that we need to focus on. So firstly, the big one, the main one that's happening during Pisces season um, is on February 22nd, the United States is having their Pluto return. So Pluto is going to be at the same degree and sign that it was when the United States was born. A lot of people have been saying a lot of things about this Pluto return and how our society is going to collapse and everything's going to change. And yeah, they're not wrong. Everything's going to change. But let's think about what happened 250 years ago when the United States was formed. And let's talk about the principles that it was formed on. We're not going to talk about like the flaws and whatnot with the formation of the United States because we all know that there were a lot. But let's talk about the idealistics of the United States and when it was formed and like what the idea was behind the country. The main goal of the United States when it was formed was to create freedom for the people. When the Declaration of Independence was signed, which signifies the birth of our country or the United States, if you're not from the United States because this podcast is international, what's up people outside of the States? You're lucky you're not dealing with the Pluto return this year. Um, <laughs> no, but you guys will definitely feel it too. Anyway... Um, when you think about like when the Declaration of Independence was signed, when it was created and why it was created, right? We were in the middle of the American Revolution. We were trying to gain our independence off of Britain and stop being colonies. We wanted to have our own freedom. We wanted to be able to um, create this country. And their intention was really to create a country for the people, by the people. And obviously we have seen the United States have its failings in recent years, but at the core of the meaning of the United States, this is what it is. By the people, for the people. And as I said, clearly the United States has lost sight of that by the people, for the people mission. So personally, I think this Pluto return is going to bring the United States back into alignment with its original intention and give us a by the people, for the people type of government. I can totally see the United States government falling within the next couple of years or so. And what almost guarantees this is that Pluto, right? We're having the Pluto return in the sign of Capricorn, which is really patriarchal, really rigid, like doing things the old way. And very shortly after, in 2024, Pluto is going to be moving from this patriarchal and rigid sign into the sign of Aquarius, which is all about change and revolution and like creating a universalist and ideal type of society. 
And now a quick break to talk about a few ways that you can help to support our show. I absolutely love Christian witchery, reading the Bible through open eyes and connecting to Christ on a more metaphysical level. My passion for him and sharing his truth is a huge reason why I started this podcast. But if this podcast isn't enough, your soul is hungry for more, and you want to dive deeper into your craft with Christ, I offer Christian witch coaching sessions so that I can help you on your journey to Christ. During our sessions together, I would help you to create biblically-based spells, deconstruct parts of the Bible, and search for Christ's truth that he is speaking directly to you. I charge $45 for 30 minutes or $80 for 60 minutes with discounts when you book in bulk. Click the link in the show notes page to learn more about this service. Another service that I offer is birth chart readings. I absolutely love astrology. I love helping people dive into their chart and work with planetary placements that may be a little bit more challenging for them and learn how to step into the best version of yourself with guidance from the stars. A birth chart reading with me is done over Zoom and it includes affirmations for each one of the planetary placements that we discuss and suggestions to help you work with them. Oily Happy Mail intuitively created based on your birth chart personalized notes about your specific birth chart and an option to receive a recording of the call. I also offer astro parenting coaching calls to help you understand your kiddo's birth chart where we discuss ways for you to connect with your child on a soul level and how to set them up for success based on their planetary placements. To learn more about the readings that I offer and pricings for each, click the link in the show notes page. In my personal witchery practice, essential oils are the main tool that I use for my spell work. I specifically use Young Living Essential Oils because of their seed-to-seed promise. This promise ensures to me that the oils that I'm getting are not only pure, but sourced in a way that protects the earth and keeps the energetic frequency of the oils high. Another really awesome thing about Young Living is the community that we've created through oils. Our Young Living tribe is called the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Co in this name stands for community because we're all about creating community with like-minded souls looking to better themselves and deepen their journeys into spirituality. Each month, our community hosts a full moon circle, a new moon circle, classes over Zoom and through text message to help you learn unique and different ways to use your oils. As a member of the Sun and Moon Oily Co., you also get access to whenever we do exclusive classes or Zoom calls that are meant for our community specifically. If the Sun and Moon Oily Co. sounds like a community that you want to be a part of, click the MyYL link in the show notes page to check out some of my favorite oils or there's also a link in the show notes page to book a free 10 minute consultation with me to discuss your specific needs so I can create a custom oil blend just for you. Speaking of essential oils, I also offer pre-made and pre-charged spell oil blends for you to work into your magic practice over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co. shop. Click the link in our show notes page to check that out as well. Last but not least, you can always contribute to our show by making a one-time donation over on paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and now let's get back to our show so i definitely think we're going to be seeing a lot of changes in the united states and honestly the whole entire world because of this pluto return but i don't think they're going to be so devastating like people think they are like i just i hate the fear-mongering that's not the point of astrology the point of astrology is so that we could self-reflect and reflect on our society and figure out how we're supposed to collectively change for the better at least in my opinion i personally see a lot of things going back into the hands of the people i see our economy shifting in a way that is more logical for the everyday man and woman i think that if covid taught us anything it's that a lot of jobs that they claim you need to be in 
person for. It can be done at home. And people are going to start to move themselves into a more traditional family-based way of working in a more um, people-focused society and economic system. One thing I also want to say is our thought is extremely, extremely, extremely powerful. So if you think you are going to witness the fall of society, world wars, X, Y, and Z, and all these fear-based things in your life, you probably will see that because you're staying on a low vibrational plane of Earth. This is something that's a little woo-woo, a little woo-woo-woo. Um, but I personally believe in timeline shifting. There is a bunch of different timelines and situations and scenarios going on. So what I do every day when I wake up before I go to bed, I say, I am on the timeline that brings in peace. I am on the timeline that brings in love. I am on the timeline that brings in abundance. I am on the timeline that brings in a Christ conscience. Um, I call into this higher vibration for the earth to try to help shift it and move it out of this low vibration state so that I do not see these things in my lifetime and I truly do not think I will because I am on the timeline of peace I am on the timeline of freedom and I am on the timeline of abundance and world wars and economic like complete collapses and depressions and all that shit don't happen on the timeline that I'm going on so I know it sounds crazy but our thought is so 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 important and if you start putting positive energy and positive a positive outlook into the world that's what you're gonna see Okay, so enough about Pluto. Let's talk about the other transits that are happening throughout Pisces season. So on February 23rd, we have the last quarter moon in Sagittarius. And uh, one thing I like realized, which is like, duh, like it's astrology 101, but I had the, um, <laughs> I had this epiphany myself the other day is um, when, so if the sun is an immutable sign, right? The quarter moons and then the full moon will also be an immutable sign. So the two quarter moons that we're having this season are in Gemini and Sagittarius, which are both mutable signs. And then the full moon is in Virgo. So it's really easy to figure out those the, those four moon phases where the zodiac sign would be as long as you know what sign the sun is and the other signs that are in that specific modality. Then on March 2nd, we have the new moon in Pisces. New moons are all about new beginnings and I feel like the new moon in Pisces would be a great time to have a new relationship with your emotionality. So if you are somebody who really struggles with coping with your emotions, this is a great time to start doing shadow work that might help you cope in a different way. Maybe start looking for different resources and tools on how you can cope with your emotions um, and just being more mindful about how you feel and how you talk to yourself and really trying to build a new relationship with the, the way you see yourself and the way you feel. Just a side note that I wanted to mention here, each month our oily community does a full moon and a new moon circle. These circles are open to all, so if you'd like to join us and come celebrate the new moon in Pisces or then the full moon in Virgo, reach out to me on Instagram um, and I'd be happy to get you the link for that. But what we do during these circles is for the new moon we will manifest, so I have bay leaves and everybody goes around and says what they're trying to manifest this particular moon phase so I will write on the bay leaf what um, your manifestation is and then we'll burn them with the intention of the smoke helping the prayers go up to heaven to God because that's a 
verse in Revelation that talks all about how smoke and incense help the prayers of God's people go up to him. Um, so we do that during the new moon. And then I'll also be talking about a little, a couple of things that correspond with each moon. So like what sign it's in, like crystals that you could be working with during that moon phase, oils you could be working with during that moon phase, a Bible verse that you could be working with during that moon phase. I'll also give you some shadow work prompts to help you during these moon phases to really illuminate what you need to illuminate and let go or manifest what you want to let go or manifest. And then finally, we do a collective tarot card reading, a collective moonology reading, and a collective moonology manifestation reading. And I really like doing these collective readings because they help provide further clarity on what we as a, like a collective or as a community can be focusing on um, during these moon phases, but also how you could take that personally and change your own self and do your own personal development using the different moon phases. These circles are done over Zoom. So again, if you'd like the link for it and you would like to join us and come hang out for a full or new moon circle, uh, send me a DM. I'd be happy to send you the link when the time comes for the circle. So now moving on to the next astrological transit during Pisces season. On March 6th, we are going to see both Venus and Mars enter into the sign of Aquarius, which is going to be really like that energy is going to be really interesting. We currently have Venus and Mars both conjunct in the sign of Capricorn. So it's been putting a lot of uh, pressure on people with Capricorn placements, or I would even say cancer placements, especially if it's directly opposing them. Um, so that'll help relieve any of the pressure that you're feeling if you're a Capricorn or a cancer and move it into Aquarius and put a little bit of pressure onto the fixed signs. Then on March 9th, we have Mercury entering into Pisces. On March 10th, we have the first quarter moon in the sign of Gemini. On March 10th, as well we also have Vesta which is an asteroid moving into the sign of Aquarius and then on March 18th we got that full moon in Virgo oh my gosh I have a memory of being pregnant with Scott he's my he's my little Virgo and uh it being Pisces season and it, be, it being a full moon and looking up at the moon and like being like wow like this is the Virgo moon and I have a little Virgo inside of me and like really connecting with that Virgin energy Virgin, what is that word? But really connecting with the energy of Virgo um, and connecting with Scott in that way. So I'm really excited for the Virgo moon, full moon. It is a very special moon phase to me. So those are the main astrological transits that are going to be happening during Pisces season. So let's talk about a couple of things that we can do during Pisces season to work with that energy and to really like step into the best version of ourselves and create as much healing and growth as we possibly can. So as I said before, Pisces is an extremely emotional sign. So during Pisces season, it's a good time to really tune into our emotions, create a new relationship that we have with our emotions, and do some self-discovery, like really focusing on who you are, what your spiritual path is, and growing off of that. This is also a really good time to do past life work. If you have been thinking about getting a past life regression done or some sort of past life reading or even just starting to have your own journey about learning about reincarnation and reading a book like Journey of Souls or something by Doris Cannon, um, this would be a really great time to do that and start exploring like reincarnation and past lives and past karma. I also think that Pisces season would be a good time to do something charitable for people in hidden places because Pisces, when it like physical places, it rules over anything that's hidden. So hospitals, nursing homes, jails, places like that. So maybe um, writing some letters to people in prison and giving them some encouragement to keep on going and that they, you know, that they're still basically making them feel like they're still human, even though they're experiencing a really inhumane experience. Um, 
maybe like volunteering at a local hospital or giving blood or doing something of that kind of nature or even like donating your time at a nursing home. I know a lot of nursing homes have programs or at least they used to before COVID. I don't know how things are now, but a lot of nursing homes used to have programs where um, kids could go and hang out with like elderly people because it's so, so, so good for them. So, you know, trying to find some sort of way that you could help somebody who's in a quote unquote hidden situation. Um, I would also like think that um, maybe this is more Sagittarius because it's like foreign places but I would also think that like soldiers who are deployed would be considered in hidden places because a lot of the time their families don't even know where they are. There are a ton of organizations that help you send things to deployed military where whether it just be a thank you card or a little care package or anything like just showing that recognition for people who are in these hidden situations that are in situations that are not normally talked about and with that if you think of something in your own activism like of a hidden issue right start bringing more forefront to that start to donate towards that cause encourage others to donate to that cause but um really just focusing on people and situations that aren't talked about that are hidden or people that are in hidden places like again like I said before in hospitals jails nursing homes or even if deployed military if that counts for you like I said before, Pisces is an extremely emotional and intuitive sign. So during Pisces season, working through our emotions and working with our emotions is a great place to start. So I have a few oils that I recommend for Pisces season. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes page to um, my MyYL place, and I'm going to make a little bundle of Pisces season's oils if you want to check those ones out. But the specific oils that I would recommend for Pisces season, one, peace and calming, keep yourself level-headed, keep yourself like really peaceful encourage peace in your environment by diffusing it um, grounding to keep yourself very rooted and down to earth and not get super like strung up in the emotionality of Pisces season lavender I picked lavender because one it's a protective oil but it's also really like calming oil so you're protecting your peace by using lavender at least use it with that intention you could put it on your hair you could diffuse it lavender is like awesome for so many things and then finally Young Living has this blend called Sarah S-A-R-A which um, was an oil that was specifically designed to help people work through spiritual trauma um, and having the word be used against them so if you're working through your spiritual trauma and trying to develop your own journey in that way during Pisces season Sarah might be a great oil for you to grab and it's like not super expensive it's less than 30 bucks and it's like awesome it's a great oil so to wrap up Pisces season, just like I did with Aquarius, I'm going to read you the story of Pisces. And this I'm reading straight out of the only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanna Martine Wolfock. I'll put that in the show notes page link. But if you don't find it there, you could also find it in the Amazon storefront link. If you click on that and head over to the category that says books, that is there. Um, and I appreciate you using that link because I get a really small commission off of it. It's not a lot, but it's something that helps the podcast keep on going. But anyway, let's read about Pisces the fishes, okay? The 12th and last sign of the zodiac is represented by two fishes tied to one another, although swimming in opposite directions. The two fishes in the water symbolize conflicting currents of emotion and hidden depths. Ooh, that's interesting. The constellation of Pisces has been known as two fishes as long as 200 BC. The Babylonian name for the constellation Kun has been translated as the tail of as the tail, which is of the fishes. Kun is also known as the band or the leash, the string that connects the two fishes. 
Tied to this leash were the two fish goddesses. I'm gonna pro- I'm gonna pronounce this name really wrong, so I apologize to these goddesses. Um, Antoniam and Simma, who represented the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. In Greek mythology, the two fishes are associated with the story of Venus and Cupid. Ooh, I never knew that. That's really interesting. Okay. A great and terrible monster named Typhon, ooh, had a hundred dragon heads, eyes that shot fire, and a voice that was a combination of hissing snakes, bellowing bulls, and roaring lions. That sounds terrifying. One day, Venus, the goddess of love and beauty, who also rules over Taurus, which is my main sign, so anyway, I'm basically the goddess of love and beauty. Anyway, um, (laughs) one day Venus and her son Cupid were walking along the Euphrates River when Typhon suddenly appeared. His hundred heads flicked dark tongues and the eyes flashed fire. Typhon was in intent intent on the goddess and her son's destruction terrified and unable to flee venus called upon her father jupiter for help jupiter quickly changed venus and cupid into two fishes and they jumped into the river and escaped another version of the story is that two brave fishes leapt out of the water to rescue venus and cupid and carry them off on their backs through the river to safety as a reward minivera the virgin goddess, totally pronounced that wrong, sorry, placed two fishes amongst the stars where they became the constellation of Pisces. I think that story, like especially the Greek mythology one, was really interesting. Like that was really cool. Um, I, I don't really have any other thoughts besides that was just really, really cool. And that's why I recommend this book, The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need, because it's literally the only astrology book you'll ever need. Like, you'll learn all about the planets, the signs, the houses, the aspects, all the things, and you get to even learn about the history of astrology and where the myths of each of the signs came from. So that's, like, really, really, really cool and a big reason why I love this book and why I wanted to share, the, like, the origin myth of the sign with you because I just think it's really interesting and it helps us better understand these zodiac signs in a way that they could influence us. Personally, as a Christian witch, astrology is a huge part of my practice because God hung the stars. It literally says in the Psalms that he gave each one of the stars their name and each one of every star in the zodiac and in the constellations and everything, they all have a specific name to them. Like, Astrology absolutely blows my mind, and I truly believe without astrology, we would not have the Christian faith. Without astrology, the wise men would have never thought to go look for Jesus without them being able to understand the zodiac signs, the placements, the meanings of all of them. They wouldn't be looking for the baby king. So astrology, in my opinion, is a really imperative part of my personal faith because it's it's the origin for me. It's what really brought Christ to life and brought him to the forefront. Um, I also really like astrology because it it's helped my life so much. So I know that this is like a little diversion off of Pisces season, but I was asked why do I focus on astrology during a Christian podcast or Christian witch podcast. So I hope that this provides some more clarity. When my husband and I met all those years ago, way back when in high school, Jack was an atheist. He did not believe in anything. And while I was very much questioning my faith at that point, I did still believe in something and it really hurt my heart that my spouse, my future spouse, I knew the minute I met him, I was like, that's it. I'm with this dude for life kind of thing. So I knew that my future husband did not believe in God, did not believe in a creator. And that 
hurt my heart and made me feel really distressed because I just I just wanted to experience spirituality with him you know what I'm saying like it's something I really love I've always really loved and I wanted I wanted him to be a part of that so after our first son Dexter was born I started to study astrology and read birth charts and be able to really dive into it and through that Jack was able to connect like wow this is so specific like astrology is so specific like I started reading his chart like even to this day when we and he has bad days I'm like mm, well Mars was in Capricorn hitting your moon and then the moon was in Leo hitting your rising so I knew that was gonna happen um so even to this day like being able to read his chart and read it very specifically helped him realize like whoa this is not all random there's no way this could all be random because it's so specific all these stars are hung in such a specific way and the energy gets influenced on the earth in such a specific way that somebody must have created this so while he's not a jesus witch like i would like him to be and i am holding space i'm holding space i'm holding space for him to do that he's got his jupiter and pisces he's gonna have his jupiter return this year in the eighth house so i am calling upon the lord i'm calling upon the lord to get that jupiter and pisces to activate the way that i want it to but if it doesn't, it doesn't. It is what it is. But anyway, he doesn't, he's not necessarily a Christian witch um, or even a Jesus believer. I mean, he believes that Jesus was like a real dude, but he's not like a follower of Christ. That's what I should say. But astrology made him a lot more open to this stuff. Like before astrology, he did not believe that Jesus was a real dude. Now after astrology, he's like, well, you know, if the stars are real and the way that they influence the earth is real, then Jesus is probably real too. So astrology did wonders for me and my relationship with my atheist. So if you have an atheist in your life that you really want to get them over that spiritual hump, read their chart, read it well, and uh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you're not subscribed to us on your favorite podcasting app already, please be sure to do so. And if you could leave us a little review on your favorite podcasting app, I would truly, truly, truly appreciate that because it helps get the word out about this podcast and make it easily searchable for others. If you would like to come hang out with me on Instagram or on TikTok, my links are in the show notes page for that. Or if you would like to join our free Discord community for Christian witches or Jesus exploring witches or spiritually people who want to incorporate Jesus into that, click the Discord link. It's a really awesome group of people, um, and it's a great place to find community if you don't have that kind of community already. So I totally encourage you to join. I would love to see you there. In the show notes, there are also several different ways you could help support this podcast. As always, you could leave a donation at paypal.me slash the Jesus Witch Podcast, or now I have a cash app, which is just the little Dallas Sun, the Jesus Witch Podcast as well. Um, or you could shop at my Etsy store, the Sun Moon Oily Co., where I make little oil spells that are biblically based. I also sell astrology readings and astro dice readings off of Etsy, or you could just book your astrology reading with me directly. Or if you're looking to grab some awesome essential oils, you could shop Young Living with me by clicking the MyYL link that is in the show notes page as well. And I just want to be really transparent here about the money that's coming in from this podcast. I have thought and prayed a lot about this. And I can't sit here and claim to be a follower of Christ and claim to be living in his truth and claim to be living like him while being greedy. So any donations, any sort of revenue that is made through the Jesus Witch Podcast, at least a minimum of 10% will be used as donations to different charities, food banks that are local to me, um, funding other content creators and donating to them so that they can continue to create for their audiences. But I really want to use the money that we make through this podcast to help others. And as the podcast grows and as the revenue from it grows, the amount of charity 
clarity that we'll be able to do will grow with it as well. I'm going to be very honest with you. One of the big goals that I am manifesting for 2022 is to have enough income that when Christmas rolls around, I can sponsor at least one kid's Christmas. Like if we could do that together and help a kid who really needs it have Christmas and get everything that they need would be awesome. If we could do two, that'd be even more awesome. If we could do three, oh my gosh, that would be a dream come true. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know that so that when you donate to this podcast or buy a service from me or a good from me, you can feel good about what you're doing and knowing that not only are you helping my family and me pay for our bills and, um, you know, I do a lot of, I take a lot of time to create this podcast and to create like Christian witchery content and resources for others that are, I try to make everything that I possibly can be free be free because I just want information for others. So when you donate to this show or you purchase something from me, you are really helping my family. You are helping me stay home with my kids and be able to create like this. And not only that, you are helping the spiritual community and helping food banks and my local community and people who are in need. With that all being said, let's jump into our verse of the day, which is Matthew 4, 19, which we talked a little bit about before talking about Pisces season. Um, and this says, and Jesus said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So our goal as Christ followers is to spread Christ. And it's not necessarily shoving Jesus down people's throats. It is spreading his love, being giving like I was talking about before. When I make income, part of it's going to go towards charity because that's extremely important to Jesus and to me. Um, being hopeful, being peaceful and spreading that and giving that message to others. That is how you'll be fishers of men. It's not about shoving Jesus down their throats when they ask you hey why do you have this outlook on life you could be like oh because I'm Jesus my homeboy and he he helps me have that but um just really bringing his love in the world really bringing his vibration of oneness and togetherness and unity that's 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 the meat and potatoes of who Jesus is and that's how we can be fishers of men so during Pisces season think about the ways that you could be a fisher of men and share Jesus's love with others but anyway thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch podcast don't forget to check off the show notes page for all of the little extras and things that are in there and um, again thank you so much and I'll catch you next week but oh well, yeah and next week will be the final episode of season one and then we'll be starting on season two so if there is something that you would really like to be discussed during season two or in a later season of this podcast please send me a dm reach out to me on instagram um the the jesus witch pod instagram or my personal instagram my personal instagram is lena the jesus witch that's probably a better one to contact me through so again if you have any suggestions questions any of the above feel free to reach out and uh, i'll put it on the roster for season two or for a future season but anyway thanks again and i'll see you next week for our final episode